Hey, and welcome to our November episode of POP, Storyboard's podcast on private podcasts. I'm Jeremy Lin, Storyboard's head of customer success. Throughout the past several months, we've been highlighting creators who have used audio to revolutionize the way their teams communicate. Some very early in their journeys, like Julie McGoldrick and Daniel Ostergo from Insurity, and some who have been longtime storyboard creators like John McCarowitz and Bobby Hughes from Mark Spain Real Estate. Today, I'm excited to be chatting with someone who definitely fits into that latter camp, having released almost 120 episodes on storyboard. And that creator is Tim Leitner from the state of Alaska's Child Support Services Division. His team does incredibly important work and has made podcasting a key part of what they do. But enough from me. Tim, thank you so much for joining. What time is the sun going down up there in Alaska these days? It's um, it's creeping earlier and earlier. It's about um, it's about dusk, about four thirty, five o'clock p.m. So we're we're getting there. December twenty first will be our shortest day of the year. So I'm kind of looking forward to that because then it then it flips. So yeah, hopefully um, hopefully that'll come soon. And by the time summer comes around, ain't no cold at all. Nope, in about 19 and a half hours of daylight. <laughs> love it. Well, I, I'd love to start and learn a little bit more about you and what you do, Tim. Can you tell us a little bit more about your division, the Child Support Services team, and what you do on that team? Yeah, absolutely. So I work for a little place up here called Alaska Child Support Services Division. It's part of state government, um, and it really comes out of just to kind of give a perspective here back in January of 1975, like, Back in the dark ages, the the federal uh, Title IV D of the Social Security Act created child support, the child support program. In in 1975, Alaska developed its own child support program, and so since then it's been plugging along. I've been here for 23 years, and this is the first time when we started this private podcast. This is the first time that Alaska CSSD has utilized any any podcasting. So it's been pretty pretty incredible. What I do here is I work in a team that takes and sets up new cases. I supervise a team that does that. We take and establish paternity or parentage. We take and establish child support orders to help families take care of their children. And then we also take and look at modifying those orders when circumstances change. So a lot of state government to help families take care of themselves. And in the long run, it's really a cool way for us to take and get um, information and news out to our staff that is doing this important work. Tim, you, you already started to get to my next question, talking about the podcast. Where did this idea come from? This is pretty incredible. So in 2019 or, or late 2019, I took and transferred into this certain section we would call establishment of our, of our um, division, of our department. And one of the first things that my manager asked me is, what are some of the goals you have? What do you want to do now that you're down here? And I went from the fourth floor to the third floor. So when I physically came down, what, what did I want to do? And I had been involved in producing and editing some podcasts for a national child support association called, amongst other things, the National Child Support Enforcement Association. And so I was involved in their podcast called NC on Location. So I kind of had that knowledge in hand but was still just kind of knee deep, not, you know, not waist deep in that yet. And so I said, one of the things I'd like to do is to create an internal podcast. And so, as we all know about, you know, February, March of 2020, the COVID-19 pandemic came around. 
And um, we up here in Alaska started sending our folks home to work to take in and work from home. So we developed this, this podcast to take in, really take an engage, connect, keep our staff informed, keep them updated. And that's how we kind of got started. We, we all met in just a small conference room around a microphone, didn't have any fancy theme music, but we decided let's just get this started and see where it goes. And so it's, it's really been a huge success to keep everybody together, even though now we're working some in the office, some at home, kind of a hybrid kind of a thing, but to keep everybody on the same page. That's awesome, Tim. And I, I love how you started it. Just so simple, just getting everybody in a room. How hard was it to actually get this thing going and get started? You know, surprisingly, it was pretty easy. Having the, the support of my manager at that time, I think, had a big part of that. And then we had some shy folks that weren't quite sure what they were going to say or how it was going to come across or how their voice would sound. And so after we repeated it week after week, I think they got more comfortable. And as some people came in and some people went out, you know, moved, moved out of the section and new people came in, it just took them some time. And I think to build that trust and relationship you know, with them that it's going to sound good. We're going to take those ums and, and uh, awkward silences and pauses out of there. I think that that really developed some rapport. And then we could get down to the fun of, of, of podcasting and, and just um, having a good time to take and make this product so people listen and engage with it. Are there any coaching notes you ever gave that really resonated with guests and you saw over time like they became more and more confident? I think just to be themselves, just to have fun with it, smile, and don't worry about the mechanics. You know, like, like I was saying, we'll, we'll take the um, awkward stuff out. We'll polish it up. But you got this. You know what to do. You've talked to people before. You've talked in front of groups or in front of, you know, staff before. Just um, be yourself. And I think that goes a long way. Once they know that in editing, I've got their backs, we'll make it sound, you know, a little bit better. We'll polish it up. But, you know, you've got this. Yeah. And that's what we try and tell people too, Tim. It's that like, just because you're behind a microphone doesn't make a difference in the way you talk. We'll help you with all the things if you say too much or say too little. So I really like the way that you've approached that. Now, I mentioned this during the intro, you've recorded almost 120 episodes, and I must say pretty consistently releasing these. I'm sure you have other things on your plate. How have you been able to build up this cadence and really stick with it? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a really good question. So we take and record once a week, and it's, it's kind of shifted or moved on what day that is, but it, it was initially on Mondays. Now it's on Tuesday, so it's early in the week. And that way we can get information out to our folks by Wednesday morning. So it's not Friday that they're hearing this. And we've had really, really good support from, from the management and also from the supervisory staff that are my colleagues. They want to do this. We get together. We, we talk about things a little bit. But during the week, we have just a spreadsheet that we throw ideas on, just like a big whiteboard. And by the time, by the time Tuesday midday comes around, we'll have some ideas to put on the agenda for talking points. You know, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Who's going to say it? And it really works out well. And so... Like I said, we record every, right now, record every Tuesday. And so it's something to look forward to. One week out of the month, we have a big staff meeting. So everybody comes in for that. So we, we just take and pause the, uh, the podcast for that week. So we're not just repetitive. But other than that, we have one coming out every week and people know what to look forward to. 
And then usually Tuesday evening or Tuesday afternoon when I get home from work, I take and um, put my headphones on, get rid of the shirt and tie and, and, and uh, get comfortable, you know, and just start editing that podcast, removing the pauses, the, the silences, uh, you know, the awkward silences, the ums, and just kind of match it and put it all together. Put some nice little uh, royalty-free theme music on the front and the back and just kind of package it nice, release it out. And then I, I look for my handy-dandy uh, storyboard.com app on my phone to say you've You've got a, a new release, and there it is. That's awesome. Out of curiosity, where are these people who are tuning in? Where are they usually listening from? Is it from a different office, from their car? I, I think it's all of the above. So we, we basically just have one office nowadays in Anchorage, and we're pretty much just on one floor. However, with people working a hybrid, hybrid schedule, we'll have everybody at the office on Monday. But by the time Wednesday morning comes around and this podcast is released, about 95% of them are working from home. And so they may be in Anchorage. They may be about 13 miles north in Eagle River, or they could even be, and we have some folks that are out about 39 miles out in the Wasilla Palmer area, the uh, Matanuska Valley. So it really is encompassing quite a, a number of square miles as far as, you know, the reach goes. That's awesome. And, and I think it's a really good way to bring these hybrid teams together, right? Yes. By the back half of the week, everybody's in their own little place and they can really connect through the podcasting. I wanted to mention too, it's, it's a really cool thing that the staff has said, it's nice to listen to the podcast. I don't have to go to another meeting or read another email just to get updated. So it, it's, a, it's a very cool tool. I, I want to switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit more about your content. What kinds of topics are you talking about in your podcast episodes? Well, when we we first started, when we were sending people home to work from home and to to try to, you know, wait out this COVID-19 thing at that time, you know, as we're getting started, we really had a a COVID-19 update. In other words, what's happening? What's the divisions taken? What's going on? How long are we going to be home? What do we need to do for teleworking? What are safety measures, both physically? during this health pandemic, as well as protecting our, um, our data and our confidential information. So that COVID-19 update was really important. We tend to also have, so, so now that's kind of morphed into a telework update. So kind of putting the, the COVID-19 pressing matters, uh, hopefully want to say behind us. Now we're just into what's happening as far as teleworking goes. We have a, a weekly manager's corner update. So anything that comes down from our director or commissioner on down, we include those pieces of information. We talk about production statistics, simple things like submitting timesheets, how to solve roadblocks, working on site, just other transport-related podcasts to check out. And we also include some fun things like birthdays and holidays and just acknowledging people. So we kind of slip those in as well. And then this time of year, we usually talk a little bit too about Thanksgiving. What are people thankful for? And sometimes we have them come on or, or, or provide a little audio slice that we can put in. And come next month, we'll be doing what are your Christmas traditions and what are your greetings? And uh, staff have really gotten just jazzed up about that the last couple of years we've done that. And sometimes they bring their family members and their audio submission to wish everybody a Merry Christmas or to talk about what their traditions are. Tim, I like how you've really built this out over time, starting with a really out of necessity from COVID-19, and now you've really built this out to cover so many different topics and areas. How is this being received by your team? 
you know, it's it's really had a positive reception. Really, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback. When we aren't able to record, like we have a staff meeting once a month, staff really are looking forward to that next podcast. Or if for some reason we have to take and pause it just because something else critical is happening, which really hasn't happened maybe once or twice in the past couple of years, they're really like, you know, where's the podcast? When's it going to come out or what's happened? I took and um, also had started to use the, the feature on Storyboard to send out the automated email. And I had left off one of our staff somehow. And they were like, what happened to the podcast? Where is it? I miss it. So I think just verbally, just very relationally, people are looking forward to it and, and letting us know if they heard it, if they didn't hear it, sometimes asking for clarification. And then, of course, the, the metrics that you can get on Storyboard lets you know who's listening, when they're listening, when it kind of trails off. And then for those that we need to little, you know, do that little bit of a nudge to say, hey, have you, have you listened to it yet this week? But it, it's really, really had a lot of positive reception or, or feedback. Tim, on that note about the positive reception, is there a piece of feedback that really stands out? I, I think a couple of things. I think just the relational pieces that really tie our group together to make them feel like they're one, you know, work family that's, that's got a really you know, collective goal. So beyond just the birthdays, beyond just the holidays, we've also had people well, one person announced their upcoming wedding on the uh, on the podcast, and that was a manager. So it was a pretty big deal for for that person to let everybody else know. I also think that going back to the early days, a really big positive piece was really just letting staff know with the the COVID mandates that were coming out, what the policies were, that we were taking it very seriously, that we were making sure that their health was being taken care of seriously. And um, that we weren't just, you know, discounting it or, um, you know, kind of looking over or glossing it over. So I, I really think those kind of things really stood out. And the feedback we got from that as far as the COVID piece, staff really feeling like we cared. And in that time of uncertainty, I think that made a world of difference. Is there a reason that you think audio maybe resonated with people and showing you care? versus sending, I don't know, sending out an email to everybody. Is there something about it that you think just stuck with your team better? Yeah, absolutely. So Jeremy, when, when we talked about setting up this podcast to begin with, we talked about, you know, when you send out a text message, when you send out an email, you know, it's, oftentimes it's just a diatribe of somebody just word vomiting and you can't really tell the tone or, or really what the motive is behind it. So when we start conversing with people, even though this is a, a one-way communication, well, maybe two-way, but you don't have the feedback coming back right away you know, as, as in a discussion or conversation, but people can hear the tone. They can hear the urgency. They can hear the compassion. And I think that that is just a world of difference, and people are much more receptive to that than reading 10 emails on the same subject. Tim, I may be biased, but I tend to agree with you. In terms of where audio can really fit in, I got to ask, you talked about analytics. How have you been able to measure the success of the podcast for your team? One way that I've been able to do that in particular is to look at how many, how many total plays we've had and how that fluctuates or how that increases from week to week. Oftentimes for the, the team that I supervise, I'll go in and take a look to see what are the last podcasts they've listened to? Have they missed one? You know, if they're on vacation, that makes a whole lot of sense. But if they're missing and not listening, then they're missing information that's pretty pertinent to their job. We, we, we really want to nudge them 
to get that information and to listen. So by and large, that, that metric on Storyboard that shows what day it, it kind of pops or increases, and usually that's on Wednesday, sometimes Thursday, another small pop, and then just to see who's, you know, who's listening, who's caught up, and who's kind of you know, slacking behind. Tim, I need you to do my job for me. I always, I always tell people, middle of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, Tim, what advice would you give to other organizations thinking about starting their own podcast? My basic phrase, which is, you know, to kind of borrow it from, I think it was Nike, is just do it. So true. I mean, it doesn't take much. Just start it, see where it goes. You know, I wanted to let you know that in the past couple of years, I was able to co-present at a couple of of the National Child Support Enforcement Association web talks, one on turning your podcast ideas into reality, one on making a podcast. And then this past August, I was invited to speak at a Western Intergovernmental Child Support Engagement Council. Sounds like a, a, a rough government, you know, title for something. But really, they had me come down and we co-presented on using podcasting both as a public and as a private means of reaching an audience and how you can do that in your local child support program. So we've done that. Um, I've encouraged folks to take and try it, just get it started. I've really kind of sung the praises of, of storyboard.com because it's been so, so amazing for me and, and to be able to use that here. And I think part of, part of the advice I give too is don't be intimidated. It is easier than it seems. If you can talk, you can do this. And, um, you know, you don't have to have some fancy recording studio. You, you might just use your, your laptop to start with. You might get hooked to buy a, a nice mic, but it's not, it's not hard. And I, I want to mention one more thing here, too, that might encourage folks. So in 2021, I was awarded with the Wixic Excellence slash Innovative IT Award for the One Podcast. And so Storyboard.com was instrumental in that award because that is what we used to, to host the podcast and get it out to our folks. And so a, a National Child Support Association recognized that and awarded me with that, with that award. Tim, I love all the recognition you've gotten for doing the podcast. You've done a phenomenal, phenomenal job with this. And I'm excited to work with you and watch as it continues to grow. What's next for you in the podcast? What, what, do you, what are you hoping to achieve here over the next six months? I think some things are general. One is to keep information on the podcast relative and fresh, not to make it just sound repetitive, like we're doing the same thing over and over. Um, obviously, there's some things that might warrant that, but to make it so that people want to listen and not just to take and you know zone out, and then to try and and really take the risk to do new things. I'm not sure what those are yet, but those tend to be revealed at the right time, just like the podcast was revealed at the right time when folks were going home for the pandemic. One of the things I really, really want to try and figure out is how to take and make show notes or a written transcription of the podcast for those that have some hearing impairments or some hearing issues. And that way they can maybe listen or get more out of it than maybe struggle with some of the hearing. So that's one thing I want to kind of check out. And then just to really continue to share and inspire others to try this, you know, give it a whirl, see where it goes, but to really, you know, really get hooked on it. Yeah, Tim. I'll echo your thoughts, you know, for anybody listening that wants to get started, we think it's as simple as just having something to talk about or even not just having a voice, come reach out to us. But Tim, I'm excited for you to take some of these risks. I'm really looking forward to 
time ahead and continuing to work with you. Thank you so, so much for coming on today. Absolutely. And Jeremy, thank you for having me. And please thank the Storyboard staff for all their support and help. Could not have done this without them. And I, I really appreciate their, their knowledge, their feedback, and just their assistance. Thanks for listening to this episode of POP. If you liked what you heard, have a listen to some of our other episodes with storyboard creators, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Storyboard, we have plans for all different sizes of organizations and teams with free, pro, and enterprise-level subscriptions. To learn more or to request a demo, visit us on the web at trystoryboard.com and follow us for updates on LinkedIn and via Twitter at storyboard underscore FM. We'll be coming to you next month with another episode of the Storyboard Creator Series. See you then.